know, the passage that we read today for the scripture reading. Deuteronomy 28, starting in verse 1, standing out of God's word, please. Thank you, God. Deuteronomy 28, starting in verse 1. From the New American Standard Version, it reads as follows. Now it shall be if you diligently obey the Lord your God, being careful to do all his commandments, which I commanded you today. The Lord your God will set you high above all the nations of the earth. Above, excuse me, all these blessings will come upon you and overtake you if you obey the Lord your God. Blessed shall you be in the city and blessed shall you be in the country. I will pause right there and switch over to the King James Version because I kind of like how the King James Version read right here. It says, blessed shall thou be in the city, and blessed shall thou be in the field. Blessed shall be the fruit of thy body and fruit of thy ground, and the fruit of thy cattle and the increase of thy kind, and the flocks of thy sheep. Blessed shall be thy basket and thy store. Blessed shall thou be when thou cometh in, and blessed shall thou be when thou goest out. The Lord shall cause thine enemies that rise up against thee to be smitten before thy face. They shall come out against thee one way and flee before these seven ways. Verse 8. The Lord shall command the blessing upon thee in thy storehouses and in all that thou settest thy hand unto. And he shall bless thee in the land which the Lord thy God giveth thee. Notice with me again verse 6. Blessed shall thou be when thou cometh in, and blessed shall thou be when thou goest out. In the New American Standard, it says, Blessed shall you be when you come in, and blessed shall you be when you go out. In the Message Bible, it says, God's blessing in your coming in, God's blessing in your going out. And the word of the Lord is blessed. Before you sit down, will you turn to somebody and say, Guess what? Guess what? Blessings. Blessings. Got you coming. Got you coming. And going. And Tell somebody else. Say neighbor. Neighbor. Blessings. Blessings. Got you coming. And going. And going. Pause where you are, Father. In the name of Jesus, we thank you for your word on today. Father, we pray that it will do what you set it out to do. God, you said your word shall not return void. Let it accomplish what you established in Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. Somebody give God a praise and sit on your sit, sit down. Sit on your sock. Sit on your sock. You ain't heard that one before? That's because you done heard somebody sit on something else. I wasn't saying that. So sit on your sock. Amen. Listen. I was I, I was sitting and saying, God, what, what what do you want me to bring before the people today? And I saw something on Facebook that blew my mind. Um, there is something called, uh, and I hope I say it right, uh, a palindrome. A palindrome. And a palindrome is when you can take something and it looks the same way. One way or the other. Who said it right? You know what I'm talking about? Oh, you one of them people. You like fun facts. Okay. You like fun facts. Um, there are some dates that some folks like to, you know, you ever notice when it's a certain year and all the numbers are alike and they like to get married on that 11, 11, 11, 12, 12, 
12. After that, you can't do that no more because it ain't 13, 13. You know, because it ain't the 13th month. You can't, you can't do that. But depending on how you write the month, sometimes, you know, you can write it so that it's, uh, you know, uh, 0, 1, 2, 3, you know, 4, 5, if you know it's 1945, there's, you know, certain ways you can write dates. But it is a rarity, you all, when you can write all eight numbers of a date and it looks the same way coming and going. Today is 02-02-2020. You write that backwards, it's 02-02-2020. They said the last time that happened was 999 years ago. Wow, wow. They said you won't see it again until 03 
I don't know about you, but I don't want my blessings split with nobody. I want to get everything that's supposed to come to me.
But I was only doing 54. I wasn't 10 over the. You're just being petty. No, they're just doing their job. If you're on your job and if it is uh, uh, written that you must clock in right on the hour. And if you clock in one minute after the hour, you're late. And you consistently clock in one minute after the hour saying, they better be glad I'm here. At least I'm here for the shift. And then they come to write you up. Can you really be mad? Can you? Let me ask this question this way. Shouldn't be mad. But we get mad. If it's written somewhere that if you have to leave your shift early more than two times in a given month, let's say they give you grace. But if you got to leave it more than two times uh, in a given month, on that third time they're going to dock your pay. Uh-oh. Oh, you can write me up and don't mess with my money. You see? There it go right there. You can write me up. But run me my coins. Well, we'll get mad and start talking all kinds of just selling out. How you gonna mess with my money? Oh, uh, uh, what? This one? What? Oh, excuse me. I'm missing 15 minutes off my check. And we will show out someplace because we didn't follow the rules, but they followed the rules they put in place for you. So how is it that we get upset with God? We get upset with God when we decide what we're going to obey. And what is unreasonable for us to obey because it's going to be inconvenient for us. Did you hear what I said? How do we choose what we are going to obey because it doesn't really hit us? But we won't obey the things that we feel is going to inconvenience us in the areas where God has blessed us. God blesses you with a car. You know what you told the Lord. God, if you give me this car, anybody, I'm going to go to Bible study. I'm going to be in Sunday school. They ain't going to have to look for me on Sunday. Because God, I need this car to get to work. Why Sunday the only day that you can go and wash your car and vacuum it out? Early in the morning. Not at noon. Early in the morning. Then when the car started to break down. God, I thought this was supposed to be a blessing for me. I'm spending more money out trying to keep this car on the road. Than I am riding it. But you lied to God. You lied to him. See, we like to read the first, and I promise you, I'm moving quick on this. We like to read the first portion of chapter 28 in Deuteronomy. But if you start scrolling down and start at verse 15, verse 15 says this. You ain't got to turn to it, but actually you might want to. (laughs) Because verses 1 through 14 talks about the blessings. But if you start at verse 15 and keep riding all the way down to verse 68, from verses 15 to 68, talks about the curses that come if you don't obey. 
let me make sure you heard me correctly. God can bless you in 14 verses. But he takes verses 15 to 68. I wish Alicia was here because she'd run that map for me right quick. All those verses are the curses that will come against you if you don't, because verse, verse 13, uh, 15 says, but it shall come about if you do not obey the Lord your God to observe, to do all his commandments and the statutes with which I charge you today, that all these curses will come upon you and overtake you. We just talked about what the word overtake means. They will catch up with you and pass you over. They will take you over. They will run you down. I don't know about you, but I already got troubles in my life. I don't need curses to run me down because I won't obey, because it wasn't convenient for me. Are y'all hearing what I'm saying? You can't make it no plain. There are blessings, you all, to following what the word says. But there are also curses to hear the word and not follow it. There are curses. But then we get upset with God. Well, God, I don't understand why you, you allowing this to happen. Because we never want to say, God, you you doing this to me. Well, God, I don't understand why you allowing this to happen. I don't understand why this is coming to my house. I don't understand why I'm struggling with my kids. I don't understand why I'm having troubles on my job. I don't understand why I can't sleep at night. When the word is telling you that if you obey everything that I'm saying to you today, in other words, everything that's being told to you, because that's another thing, you all, the word of God is not a mystery. The commandments of the Lord are not a mystery. You hear about them every Sunday. You hear about them every Wednesday morning. You hear about them every Thursday. You hear about them when you do your own devotion. You can read what his commandments are. They're not a mystery. But if you do what God says, then he said, I will set you high above all the nations of the earth. In other words, he's going to set you up so you can look down on everybody else. Not because you put yourself there, but because God put you there. Wouldn't somebody want God to set you high? Anybody looking for God? Y'all don't sound like it. Y'all sound like y'all are all upset because I brought the word to you. I brought the word to you and told you about the curses of God. But notice I'm coming back and tell you about the blessings of God. See, you can get the blessings of God if you follow the word of God. If you quit acting like the word of God is there for you to be convenient and for you not to have to sacrifice. If you quit acting like the word of God is there for you to just sit there and read on Sunday and wave your hand and don't have to work it for your own soul salvation through the course of the week. We keep acting as if God is there to be our sugar daddy as opposed to being our blessed savior. We keep acting as though God is there to give us every single last one of our needs and we don't have to do nothing again. You all, there are sacrifices. There are sacrifices we have to make. But can I say this to you? The sacrifices we have to make is nothing like the sacrifice that Jesus did for us on the cross. So what we doing ain't nothing. As the old folks say, you know, they, the kids used to drop something. You, you, you ever do that? We all got the three-second rule, y'all know. But the three-second rule is more for the kids, not for us. 
You know, we drop something, we quick throw it in the garbage. The kids drop something, they start crying. Uh-uh, pick it up, pick it up. Just sprinkles. That's all it is, just sprinkles. Y'all know. God kissed it, the devil missed it. Yeah, you know. We will do that for kids. You all listen. We may have to go through some stuff, but y'all, it's just sprinkles. It's just sprinkles. You ain't losing nothing. You gaining everything. It feels like it hurt. Yeah, it does. What? I got to give up some friends? Yeah, you might. What? I got to give up some sleep to be able to get up and do devotion, God? You keep waking. Look, if he keep waking you up at 4 o'clock in the morning, don't keep saying, I wonder why I keep waking up at 4 o'clock in the morning. Talk to the Lord. Right. <laughs> Everybody else in your house get mad at you. You wake them up. You sleep. Come on. You making everybody else mad because you can't sleep. You ain't banging doors, rattling pots, sighing loud. Keep that to the house, this nigga. Keep that to the house. Again, keep that to the house. Humming loud, that's in my house. <laughs> Ain't nobody had to get up this early but you. But if the Lord waking you up and ain't nobody else up, perhaps the Lord wants that time with you. You do realize that God, the Bible says in Exodus, God whose name is Jealous. You won't give him no time during the course of the day. What he gonna, What else can he do? Give him his time. Y'all is so up on that. I see. Y'all need a moment. You all God wakes you up. Get up with it. Yeah, you might have to lose some sleep. Yeah, you might have to lose some friends. Yeah, you might not be able to go and pursue that thing that you really want to do. And you may have to go after that thing that God wants you to do. But it doesn't mean that you won't get to get to the thing that you want to do. It just means that you got to go God's route. You all, there are blessings that got us coming and going. Let me, let me, let me, let me read this to you right quick, and then I'm done. Because you know we used to the old school man. This stuff got me coming and going. Anybody ever say that? <laughs> when it looked like everything's just chaos and you can't catch a break. Can I switch that and make that positive right quick? Good. <laughs> Please. Ooh, y'all some funny people. I promise you, I wouldn't trade y'all in for nobody. Listen, oftentimes we think they got me coming and going, meaning they got me going which way or whatever. I can't catch a break. I, I'm doing this, I'm doing that. Everything around me seems to be discombobulated, seems to be confused. It seems to be chaotic. It's all like that. Well, can we look at it from this perspective? To have something coming and going means to put someone in an inescapable position or situation that leaves someone with no viable options or solutions. That might sound negative, but can we put that in the connotation of blessings? If we're talking about blessings, that means to have blessings coming and going. That means to put you in an inescapable position. You can't get away from your blessings. 
excited. Y'all didn't get excited. Y'all didn't get excited. Y'all didn't get excited. If the Bible says that all these blessings will come upon you and overtake you, if 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 verse six says you're gonna be blessed when you coming and when you going. That means it puts you in the middle of blessings you can't get away. I can't get y'all to get excited. That means even though it looks like everything is falling out around you, every place I go, there's a blessing. Every place I come out of, I leave a blessing. But I ain't got to worry about leaving that blessing because I'm walking into another one. Every place I look, there's a blessing. Every place I walk, there's a blessing. Everything I say is a blessing. Everything I think is a blessing. Do you realize 
and they'll, you know, they'll do the relay, but it's that anchor, it's that one on the end that takes it to the head. Oftentimes it looks like, well, it don't look like nobody running fast. The ones that I had them, they just look like they're just keeping pace. They don't look like they're running fast. They just look like they're just doing what they do. But then you give it to that last one, and that last one take that baton, and they hit it. You all, it might not look like you're going anywhere. But you about to come up on that last leg of the journey. And it's in that last leg of the journey that you were sitting there saying, God, where's my blessing? You said if I do this, it's going to be this. And I believe, Coach, again, I don't, I don't know. I don't know track. But I would believe that you would train those that are on the relay team to run their pace, to be consistent with their pace. Because what you don't want them to do is peter out and then fall behind because they're running too fast. Am I right? The reason why some of us get tired so quick is because we try so quick to get to our destiny. And we're not keeping our pace. Do you know God will meet you right where you are? If you keep your pace. And then when you get to that last end of that particular race, when you start picking up pace, the Bible says that while you're running the race, the blessing is, I need somebody, I need, I need, I need, uh, 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 come here, Kiyosha, because you used to run track, didn't you? Uh-huh. Turn around, turn around. So I just want you to walk, we ain't going to run in here, we scared of people. And besides, I can't run, I'm fat. So you go ahead. So she had the leg of the race. What the blessing will do is do this. Y'all didn't catch that. Go that way. She running the race. And then she's like, oh, we got the last leg. Let me, the blessing, come through it. Y'all still didn't get excited about that. Wait, Emma, like, you better quit hitting my mama. Do I need to get up? Y'all to see her face. <laughs> you running the race. And you don't even realize when the blessing comes and overtakes you in the race. Why? Because you keep in your pace. All you got to do is keep your pace. Don't stop running. Don't stop praying. Don't stop reading. Don't stop being obedient to the word. And before you know it, the blessings will come and Every head bowed, every eye closed while you're standing. Every head bowed, every eye closed. If you're here on today, and if you say, I gotta be honest, I gotta be honest, I haven't been diligently running my race. I start, and then I see that I'm a little ahead, and I get tired, or I start, and I get a cramp in my spirit, so I stop running. I, I start, and then I feel like I pull the muscle, so I stop running. And then while I'm nursing it, and it feels better, I never get back in the race because now I done got lazy. But, but I, I realize now that I got to get back in this race because that's the only way that the blessing is going to overtake me if I'm in the race. Hallelujah. I stop being in the race, 
and 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 I, I want to be back in the race. Come on, meet me at the altar. Meet them at the altar. We gonna pray. We gonna pray. We gonna pray. If that's you, if that's you, if that's you, if the Lord spoke to you and you know you got out of the race, you know that you were doing real good, but you didn't keep your pace or you were going too fast, and then you started slowing down, and then you just weren't running at all. Come on, if that's you, come on to the altar. Come on, come on, slide over a little bit. Slide over a little bit this way. Come on, come on, come on, come on. Come on, come on, come on. Is there anybody else? Is there anybody else? I'm just following what the Lord says. I'm following what the Lord says. Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. 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 Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Glory to the Lamb of God. Grab hands, grab hands. Grab hands, all of you. Grab hands. Thank you, Jesus. Anybody else? Anybody else? Come on. Come on. Come on. Come on. If that's you, you need to get to the altar. You need to get to the altar. Get a 